Yo, 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 you guys, this is episode number 50. Num- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I- <laughs> this is episode number. <laughs> this is episode number 54 of Sylvia with Ash and Jazz. Now, you know when we do our whole year in review, you know the Buster Chops about that. <laughs> oh, I'm cool with it because I'm busting my own chops because I'm like, fuck, look, I totally remember it. And then it slipped. <laughs> that was so funny though. Oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's so- funny because I always I'll have to let you know if I ever do like I have, I've almost done the intro to Sylvia on my podcast. I get them like mixed up sometimes. I'm like doing the other one and I'm like, oh, welcome to Sylvia. I'm like, oh, the snap. There's, not even, there's not even another person on the line. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny, dude. Man, I like I was so mentally like aware too. I'm like, don't say it, don't say it, and then it came out. Yeah, it always happens like that though, if you notice. Yeah, because like I really was like I didn't I was prepared. We just talked and I'm like, this is so gab and I was like, don't say it, don't say it, and then it came out. You know what that reminds me? That reminds me of that ongoing meme. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like it's like a person that's like having a conversation with themselves telling themselves not to say it, not to say it, but then they go and they open their mouths about yeah. <laughs> how they really yeah. feel. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly what's going on. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Those are my favorite series. <laughs> One of these days I'll get it right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So as uh as we were going on with the whole holiday festivities and all that good stuff. Um, one thing that came to mind, I don't know if anybody's experiencing this, but there, I feel like there has to be this conscious need for self-care more than ever during this holiday period. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because like we're surrounded, like I noticed that we're surrounded by so many period, like so many people during this time of the year whether that's, you know, coworkers, friends, family, that I often wonder, like, how often are we taking care of our own emotional needs as well? Um, you know, even just self-care in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so all I could think about was, you know, along with all the, the nonstop uh, soundtracks, <laughs> like the Christmas soundtracks that you've been listening to, <laughs> not by choice <laughs> exactly <laughs> I was listening oh. to Gucci Mane <laughs> no but I was talking about the Christmas that, that Chris, Christmas remix that you have blaring outside yeah I conquer it with some Gucci Mane <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny um, but this holiday season is notorious for bringing on like stress disappointment uh, emotional eating and just overindulgence just in general. Um, but I was curious, like, have you gotten any invites from office parties and stuff like that? No, I haven't. I'm just going to see family at the end of the month for the holidays. Lucky you, because, like, I, I've been talking to, like, just random people here and there, and even my coworkers, and they said that they get invites from, like, their friends that also having office parties and stuff like that. So I was just like, well, damn, like, I know one one of my coworkers, she's probably going to, like, three different holiday office parties. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) 
if it was me, <laughs> I would just be like, let me just choose one. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's just a whole that's just a whole lot of like. For me personally, I think I would just overindulge. You know, because it's just like there's food that's gonna be there. Chances are there's wine that's gonna be there. Chances are there's like mixed drinks and stuff like that. So and you're bound to like have like you know the random conversation with somebody there and just want to just indulge in all the snacks and the treats and all that good stuff. Um, but in any case, um, it it also brought on this thought of uh. You know, like, what are we doing for ourselves during this time? Like, how can we thrive during the holiday season and still be able to consciously go about our day and complete tasks that are necessary without having to, um, you know, overspend ourselves? So um, this kind of goes in line with the whole, like, new moon that we were talking about in the last episode about the new moon in Sagittarius. Kind of goes yeah. hand in hand with that because um, I know I brought up the reference about exercising and stuff like that. And I think one of the biggest clues that we can do for ourselves is to keep exercise essential in regards to our self-care. Um, because physical activity at the end of the day is just, it's the number one thing that I highly recommend to anybody when they're not necessarily wanting to change their appearance but just to reduce their stress, um, improve their mood and their uh, concentration, and also reduce any type of depression they might be experiencing, because holidays are the holiday season is notorious for um, just bringing an upsurge of depression in people, which is uh, which is sad because you think it's the it's like the most happy season of of the year, you know, like it's just like the song, the happiest time of the year right is that how it goes Remember? i don't know what song it's a that holiday is. song i think it's by like bing crosby or somebody somebody famous like that it's the okay, most wonderful time of the year that song oh yeah yeah so one. so yeah so you would think like everybody's just like all jolly and shit but really like this is like the most pivotal time of just depression and it's like a major overload. Um, so decades of research, actually, coming back with my research, shows that uh, just 10 minutes of just challenging exercise daily, it triggers the same hormones in your brain targeted by anti-anxiety and antidepressant medications. So regular exercise is going to help boost up those levels of these important mood regulators and become a buffer for stress, anxiety, and depression. Um, so if you're looking to not only improve how you look, um, you can look towards exercise, towards improving how which is actually a lot better and effective than taking antidepressants, which I highly uh, discourage anybody from taking those things. Like, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are going to be like, oh, no, you tripping. I got to take those things. And I'm saying that it actually, it could actually make it worse over time. You become uh, super dependent on these type of antidepressants. So I'm not saying. Yeah, but obviously, 
discuss it with your doctor. Yeah, definitely. Like, don't just don't just stop talking. Like, don't just stop. Yeah, don't stop. We're talking about. Yeah, that. that's the biggest disclaimer. Like, do it. Do it. Do it with your own progression. Right. Like, and and I'm gonna put that as a disclaimer too, because even though you know I have years of experience in the healthcare industry and I've seen both sides of the coins, but yeah, definitely you don't want to just take yourself off of cold turkey because I said so. You also um, the one of the biggest. Uh, disclaimers I want to give too is do your own research too um it's not just me who's just saying it there's a lot of other health professionals that have actually are against it but also you want to uh you want to be mindful about it and you know again don't cut yourself off completely and just um also be open-minded and be willing to do the research to see what other natural avenues you have because there's other alternatives, not just the one thing. And and I heard it all the time in consultations with physicians where they say that this is the one thing, but you do have alternatives. So be mindful about that as a patient. And I'm just saying across the board, regardless if it's just the antidepressant, uh, anti-convulsant whatever whatever type of medication there is but I feel like this season is such a crucial period for depression that um I would want people to go out there and um be totally happy but also don't be fully dependent on drugs and stuff like that like that that's my biggest concern um so coming back to the whole exercise routine um it's actually warranted that you can potentially um you can lower your your stress um by maintaining a type of exercise schedule so this is particularly a good time especially now that we went through the whole new the whole new moon period to work on a routine that works for you and it doesn't have to be super strenuous it could be something as like a ten minute walk, you know, around the neighborhood and add like light stretching to the mix. And that's actually good enough. It's just a matter of trying to get some type of uh cardio exercise. All right, so on to my next tip, which I think is crucial, but everybody across the board has a certain particular hours in which they think is consistent and that's sleep um few things consistently mess with people's emotional and physical health and that's chronic uh sleeplessness um insomnia and just poor sleep habits uh it leads to additional stress irritability and weight gain uh, most of us sleep less well this time of the year unfortunately whether that's out you know you're out staying out late for parties or you're just just staying up late because you're overthinking about what you're going to do, what type of gift you're going to get for somebody, or if you're last-minute, like, gift-wrapping presents. Um, all this plays a part where you lose sleep um, over time. And if you don't have that consistent quality, you wind up hurting yourself in the long run. Um, so some... Some other habits to be mindful about too is cutting back on the caffeine. So, if you're a consistent caffeine drinker and you're drinking this shit like at 6 p.m., you might want to stop that and just eliminate it or just like just stop drinking caffeine like right before 2 p.m. 
and um, just drink uh, just drink more water. Stay hydrated, most importantly. Also, skipping naps, especially if you're one of those that find that you're on the couch after a big meal. Um, this will improve your ability to fall asleep at night. So if you feel like you need to take a nap, take a nap. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't mean that you're lazy. It just need it just means that you're fulfilling what's called well what I call as a sleep account. Where if you didn't have like uh an adequate amount of sleep the night before, taking naps is gonna be helpful for you. Um some people swear by twenty minute like power naps, especially during their lunch break. Have you ever tried that, Ash? I can never nap. <laughs> Yeah, I know you're not like. <laughs> I know you're not like really never. <laughs> well, it's not that I'm not big on it. It's just I could, I can never nap, and I know how to like. I know how much I need to function, and it's like I could never just. I could never do that. Like just lay down in the middle of the day. Listen, share <laughs> share with the listeners like how many hours of sleep you get. I mean, it ranges like probably five to six. Oh, okay, cool. Why did I think it was like four or something like that? Or did we have that I always, random conversation? I always get five. I always get five, at least. So, like, me and Ash was having this conversation about how, you know, the norm, the normal nomenclature of what doctors insist on having is the eight-hour sleep at night. And that being consistent and that being healthy. But I feel differently. I don't know why. It's <laughs> different for every single person. And this stems from my childhood because I was just talking about, like, my mom always tells me that, like, all three of her kids had different sleeping habits. And I was always the one that would never need sleep. Yeah. And I'd be the one that would be bouncing in my crib. And they'd be like, you can't, you got to go to sleep, kid. And I would never go to sleep. And, like, it got to the point where it's just like I ended up sleeping between them because, I would never, like, that was the only time I would actually fall asleep. And there was this one time when I was literally in the crib and, like, I finally fell asleep. And then my grandma came over and my mom is like, don't say a word. She's actually sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like for me, and I don't know if this has anything to do, but this stems from childhood. I've never needed a lot of sleep. I was the only baby in the nursery that had my eyes wide open. And then, like, my sister needs the most sleep. Yeah. And my brother is my brother is the middle like he's between us even though he's the youngest like I'm the oldest my sister's in the middle but she needs the most sleep then my brother then I'm obviously the last one (laughs) that's so funny so do you think no it can't be it can't be insomnia have you ever experienced insomnia no I mean I just do what I gotta do like I I know that I can function completely normally on five hours. Yeah, because um, like I've gotten into like conversations with like uh, a physician, and she informed me that it was totally unhealthy to just get five hours of sleep. And I was just like, "Oh, uh, well, I disagree because I disagree because I'm living a I'm living my best life on five hours. Exactly. Of sleep. So so if you're and I'm healthy, like there's nothing wrong with me. Like it's just it's just how I am. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm on the fence about the whole eight hour thing. Like I know, like that's like normal, you know, 
advice that has been on, like whole ongoing health related and it being like by the book but I could never like fully agree with just that I yeah just like who who declares that and like what if that doesn't work for people it's like that's fine and good but it just depends on individual it goes back to anything like even with the medication or anything that we talk about it's such an individualized thing so there's no like I can't understand why there would be one specific way of okay you need to have eight hours like that's just been like also going into the whole conversation about how we've kind of mentioned how doctors always recommend having a big breakfast like I I can't have a breakfast like I I've been doing intermittent fasting without even realizing what the heck it like I've heard about it but I didn't know what I was I didn't intentionally do that I just never get hungry until the evening so like that's another thing that people always throw out there like oh you should have a big breakfast and like I just never get hungry in the morning and I've always been that way because like my mom also said that like when I was living at home she'd always have to make sure that I at least had like a piece of toast or something because she thought that that was necessary. But I've just never been super hungry in the morning. I truly believe like that was a whole generational train of thought because like even like even my mom was just telling me like you got to eat breakfast. Like okay, my typical breakfast it's literally a protein shake and that's it. And I'm good until it's lunchtime. And during lunchtime, I have something light, like a protein, um, all vegetarian. And it's just a side of veggies or a salad. And I'm good to go. But I remember, like, historically, like, being told, like, yeah, you got to have, like, a slice of toast or, like, cereal. And then it's usually the really bad type of cereal, too. On top of that, it was all sugar. Um but yeah, I remember being told Speaking that. Speaking you know, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite <coughs> cereal when I was growing up was that Cookie Crisp. Oh yeah, that was, like, I love that, that stuff. Bro. Like totally like sugar stuff. Like when we were young, like we had that, and I used to love Cookie Crisp. Yep, Cookie Crisp. Mine's was also um, frosted, frosted, uh, not frosted flakes. Frosted flakes. No, it wasn't frosted flakes. My sister liked it was, that. Um, Frosted flakes, little weedy things. What do they call them? Mini, mini yeah, the wheat? mini wheats. Oh my god, dude! I used to pour <laughs> sugar because, like, the sugar wasn't enough. Like on top of it, that's how bad it was, dude. It was so bad. Sugar is crack, bro. Like at the end of the day, it's just like that alone is a, it's it's an addictive high and it's so hard to get off of. Um. And now it's like I don't even crave sugar. Me either. Like, I don't really. I've never been a. I've never been a huge sweet person. Like I've always been more like savory, salty. Like I've never been like a huge, huge sweet. Person. You know what that reminds me of. Like, side note, because I'm, I'm gonna go off into a tangent right now. <laughs> but um, I was just working on my about page for this woman from NY. Um, dot com, and I because I didn't have an about page. I didn't want. I didn't want my website to reflect all about me, but I figured, let me just put a page up that describes why the hell I, I started this and, you know, where is it going and what's the vision for it and all that good stuff. So I'm writing it and I remember writing one for my previous blog, um, which was that woman from NY. 
And that blog was all about, you know, it was going to be centered on traveling and being budget conscious when it comes to traveling and all that good stuff. But um, after a while, I just didn't feel like continuing it. So that's why this woman came about, um, because I wanted to focus on shit that I was comfortable, you know, talking about, which is wellness and health and all that good stuff. And as I'm writing it, I remember that at one point I did have a online business um, store shop called Sturry Bites. And it was a cookie shop that I was diligently working on. It took a whole lot of work and effort on my time, which is why, which is partly why I like had to close it. But then I thought about it and I was like, I was like, well, if I decide to go into this woman from NY and start talking about all this health related shit, what good is it going to do for me to serve the community being, being wellness conscious and then on the side selling cookies? I was like, I mean, it's, it's full of sugar. Like, I mean, it didn't have a lot of sugar, but it's still sugar nonetheless. And I didn't want to like, I didn't want to associate that aspect of it like that because I was just like, I'm not doing anything good by, by doing that. I didn't want to reflect that. So yeah, that's my tangent, and <laughs> it related to the whole sugar thing. And cook- I almost opened up a, I, I almost opened a candle this this. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I did. I got the whole thing ready. Like this is another one of those like hodgepodge things. It was gonna be called daring, and I was gonna make like little glass candles, and I was gonna have like lotions and potions and shit. Wow, I would totally did all the too. research. Because I'm a sucker for I candles. I literally got all the research, <laughs> and I had everything. So I'm like, oh, I can mix in some essential oils. I got all the bell jars. Like, I was, like, all loaded up, and I was like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work out too well. Dude, so what – okay, so now I'm curious, right? So what prompted you to, like, kind of, like, fall back and not pursue it anymore? I don't know. I just – it didn't speak to me. Okay, that's how I felt about Sturry Bites. And it was kind of like, it was kind of sad for me because I was just like, I thought this is what I wanted to do. But but then I was just like, but not only is it a lot of work and effort on my end, but it, it was just like one of those things that I was just like, okay, I don't have the drive for it anymore. Now I'm going to have to like, kind of like shut it down. But I mean, I've had so many crazy things. Like, I, I was just remembering how, because I was looking at those pictures from college, those random pictures. I remember that me and my friend, the one that was in the picture, we actually had our own event planning business. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's huge. And we would make, like, gift, like, we would have gift bags. Like, we would make gift bags, and, like, we would do, like, all this stuff for different events. Holy shit. And I totally, for- totally forgot about that one. So how long did that last? It was a short lived. It was like two years until we both graduated. Oh wow! So who pulled the plug? Was it like a shared effort? Well, it kind of just—it was like a mutual effort because it was like we were doing stuff in the local area, like the whole area of the college, and then it was like, okay, we're kind of going our own ways now, and it just didn't make like every single person that we were connected to was like all based in that local community, and it was like when we left the area of that college campus, it was like, okay, it's not going to really last after college just because it's like, we're not going to go back all the way to that area when we're not going to be living on the campus anymore. Yeah. 
I wonder, like, okay, so did you feel, like, sad? Did you have any feelings into it, or were you kind of, like, detached from the actual project itself? Uh, I was more detached. Like, it was more just, like, a fun thing, because it was, like, something separate from just, like, going to class. Yeah. You see, I got attached emotionally to it. Now that I think about it, I, I yeah, because, like, it really bothered me. It really affected me that that I had to, I had to shut it down, because it just wasn't. It it just wasn't in alignment with what I was, you know, was trying to do with this woman from NY. But see, you could totally do it still. Yeah, I could totally do it. But the problem is, is that it's, I got so many shit going. <laughs> I'm just doing like pretty much everything all, all around. And I don't want to, I, I just don't want to. I think if I wasn't working my day job, I probably would dabble into it again. Just to kind of like recover. But yeah. But at this point. I mean my day job. And all my other activities. As far as teaching goes. It's just. And then blogging. So yeah. It, it, it It's a lot of effort. But, but yeah. But it made me like. I don't know if anybody's ever experienced that. Like you know getting mostly attached to a project. To the point where you're just like. Okay. It's already coming to an end. And I think because I saw it as my baby. That's what it was. Well, yeah, you're killing a baby. Yeah. That was sad, bro. So sad. But a lot of it, it's like, I just intuitively knew. Like, I think that's what it was. It was like, the college thing was different. Because, again, that was more just, like, fun. And it was just, like I said, something to kind of, like, I enjoyed that person. And we enjoyed each other's company. And we enjoyed, like, what we were doing. And, like, doing all these event types of things. And it was just something outside of college and like doing all the stupid classwork. But the whole candle thing and a lot of other things, like a lot of it, like I just kind of intuitively knew, even in like situations where I didn't always trust it or I didn't always listen to my intuition, like I finally am now. But yeah, a lot of the times it was like, yeah, there was emotion involved. Like whenever I closed the website or whenever I decided to kind of do something new, it was like, of course, there was emotional attachment. And some of it, like, I still kind of go back to. But in a weird way, that's kind of why everything that I'm doing now really works. Because my whole random with Ash site, that's, like, the epitome of who I am. It finally clicked of, like, this website really works for me because I am random. And it allows me the ability to kind of go all over the place. Because I can't, like, I have so many ideas and thoughts that it's like, I'm going to... I'm never going to be able to be pigeonholed in one box. That's what it is. And I think that's why, like, I really enjoy blogging now um, as opposed to all Yeah, because my... it allows you the free form. It allows you to kind of go into a million different directions. Yeah, and, and as an NFJ, like, that's crucial for us because it's just, like, yeah. we're all over the fucking place. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um... And I think that's what it is. It's like, because I, I also know, like, I can do a lot. Like, I can do a lot of different activities and a lot of different things but I couldn't ever like I think that's also why a lot of the times certain like businessy type people I don't even like coaches I don't know what to classify them as but a lot of it just never resonated outside of the whole like we had that whole coaching conversation about how it was like I had a hard time like doing that whole like coaching thing just because I couldn't ever just like ask people for money and then like do the whole scripted kind of conversation but then also with that whole world it's like 
they make you think that you have to have one specific niche or you can only talk about one specific thing. And that's why a lot of it just never jived with me because I'm like, the way that you're telling me to market just doesn't jive with me. The way that you're telling me that I have to have one specific focus or one specific niche, like that doesn't jive with me either. And I get it. Like they say, oh, you don't want to be jack of all trades, master of none, or like you have to be laser focused, but it's like, well, bitch, what if I can be laser focused in 50,000 different Exactly. Things? And that shit makes me so extremely comfortable. But I remember working with an employer that she looked down on that shit because she was just like, well, you can't do that because then you can't stay focused on one thing. And that's like, bitch, watch me, watch me because that's what I'm good at. Yeah. Like, that's really where I'm good yeah. at. Yeah. Like I'm good at, I'm good at multi. But the problem was, was that she had trust issues so if I was working on a, yeah. on a project and I'm telling you that I'm working on a project, leave me be. Like, leave me alone. Let me yeah. work on it. It'll get done. Yeah. It'll it will happen. But I think that goes back to people being different. Like, even going back to the whole sleep conversation that we started this with. It's like, everyone's so different. So it's like, just because someone else might have, like, their own thoughts of, like, oh, I could never do that. Like someone's going to be like, how do you only get five hours of sleep? Or how do you do like 50,000 like different things? Or how can you be multitasking and like focus on all these different projects because they can't do it themselves. And that's no shade on them, but it's just knowing that like, that's not going to function for you. Like if you need 10 hours of sleep or if you can only focus on one specific thing, or if you can only do one project at a time, then that's fine. Do that. Yep. Absolutely, but don't come, don't come down on me and Jazz for doing for real. Thing. Oh my God, dude! Yeah, we, me and my previous employer, like we gone through that whole like stupid bullshit conversation. She got mad at me. Girl, yeah. what is that noise? Back- <laughs> <laughs> so like, sorry, it's a what is that like popcorn or something? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a, wa- it's a water bottle. Holy shit, that was loud. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that loud. Dude, that was so funny. I was like, holy shit, she made a popcorn bag there. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I remember my cue the tigers. <laughs> me, me and this one lady, right? She was just like, okay. To put it but like to put it breakdown and bluntly, she wanted me to do like this whole Excel spreadsheet. Like that's a fucking waste of time for me, bro. Because I don't need a fucking like list of shit that I have to do or projects that I'm working on just to prove a point to you. Like, leave me alone. Let me concentrate on myself and let me. I'm more of a let me let me show you kind of a act like more of an action type of person rather than me. Well, yeah, that goes back to the whole announcement. Yeah, thing we like, talked I fuck about. that shit. Like, like, I don't need to make a fucking announcement. I'm going to show you. I'm going to produce the product so you can see it. And then you decide whether that works for you or not. But I'm not going to sell you the shit or anything like that because that's not, that's just not my style. But yeah, so she wanted me to like have like, and I feel it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time to not just make it, not <laughs> going back to the whole announcement, but also making, a, for me personally, because I'm not, I, I speak, you know, I only speak for myself and my experience, but I feel like it's a waste of time yeah. for me to create an Excel spreadsheet, for me to plot what is it that I'm going to do. Now, for a lot of people, they find it helpful, and that's cool, whatever you got to do at the end of the day. But with me, I feel like this is um, a waste of time 
because I already know what my next steps are going to be in order for me to make it happen. And on top of that, I'm not going to spend hours on a particular project. I'm going to work on it, enhance it, and then move on to the next thing. Get it, and done. Get it done. That's it. Yeah. There ain't no, here's yeah. my progress, <laughs> here's where I'm at, and here's how long it's going to take. No, for me, if it comes to building a website, dude, you already know. Like, I'm like you. Like, we'll build the website from the from the. And that same day. Well, yeah, and it's like, I'll stay, <laughs> I'll stay up, I'll stay up all night, and I've done that repeatedly. Yeah. Like if I want a freaking website, I'll make it happen. Give me like two hours, or give me a couple hours. It's like if I already have the vision of what I'm making. Exactly. And it just happens. Yeah. And it's funny because that's how I did my about page too. Because you just mentioned your about page, like my new about page. I just like let it come out of me. I didn't even have a plan. Like it's definitely not your typical about page, but that's how I have to do it yeah absolutely and going back to the whole sleep conversation this is funny so I don't know if other Geminis feel this way but I saw something that said Geminis are the only sign that can like go to sleep at like two in the morning and wake up at six and still be holly jolly fine yep that is so true oh my god that is so fucking true (laughs) (laughs) But it's true, like, and then I saw this other meme that said that Sagittarius, <laughs> like, they had a whole breakdown of all the zodiac signs and how many sleep, how many hours of sleep that they get. I forgot what Gemini, what Gemini got, but I know it was like, like maybe like one hour. <laughs> and then Sagittarius said, "What sleep? Sleep is for the dead." <laughs> but it's like, but it's true because it's like. It's like we're constantly, I don't know about you, but we're like constantly on the go. And if these ideas are flowing, yeah, it it only serves us to make those things happen while it's flourishing in our minds. Well, yeah, I can't, I can't sit on something. Like if something comes through me, I'm going to type it out. I'm going to speak it out. I'm going to make the site. I'm going to do the thing if I have an idea or a thought. Yeah, that's why I keep a journal by my bed because like it, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I have like an idea, I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> Probably in the dark, right? But yeah, but I'm writing it down. I just bring out my big iPhone that sleeps on the pillow next to me, and I just type it in my notes. For real, because it's just like it's it's so dumb to like to totally ignore that whole creative surge of energy that's coming through, and just be like no I'll, I'll i'll do it tomorrow in the morning but suppose you forget and chances are you will you know so it's just like it's like no i'm gonna take that time i'm gonna write that down because this could be like the next big idea that can you know take my website or take my whatever project i'm working on to the next level right so yeah so that's yeah, that's why I refrain from doing any type of list or anything like that. And for a while, when my previous employer came down on me like that, dude, I was in a place where I was just like, damn, am I not, do I not have it all together? Like, what's, am I not seeing this differently? Like, why is it that I'm the only one that sees that this is one way you can do it? Why is she so, like, dead centered on wanting it? to be this particular way because it's so by the book. And it used to annoy the fuck out of me because I'm not by the book at all. I'm so unconventional. It's like, whatever. I say, I'm like, oh man. Like everything that I do, because I was just thinking, I just said, oh yeah, I, I write stuff on my phone. 
and you are you you told me to not do that because it's like electromagnetic waves or whatever i'm like i do everything that people tell me not to do like people tell me oh get eight hours yeah. of sleep eat breakfast don't have your phone in your bed have your phone in the bed <laughs> like I, I do everything that people tell you not to do well and then it also goes back to like okay well you know better like consciously like and it's so funny I, it's so hilarious I just had the same thought this morning and I was in con- I think I was in conversation with either my sister or my mother and I remember saying yeah you're going to tell me whatever you're going to want to tell me but I'm going to do things my way <laughs> so boom yeah <laughs> I don't know what to tell you but but then it's like but then I thought about it I was like well is it more of an egotistical thing or is it more of like okay, well, let me let me do it this way because it works for me in this moment in my life, in this present. And how wrong can it be if I already know the consequences? You know what I mean? Like, so why would I want to tell somebody what to do? Why would I want to, you know, extend some type of advice where I'm expecting them to follow it through if the other person already knows what they're going to do? Like, Right. Why would I do that? You know, that type of thing. So, so yeah. So now in my conversations, especially with any time it comes up where someone's trying to give me advice, it's just like, okay, I'm listening to you. I respect your advice. Um, and that's it. But in my mind, I'm saying, I'm just going to do what I got to do because I know what works for me. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that goes back to the whole like kind of theme of this discussion is just, everyone's different yeah everyone needs a different way we all know what we need and what's possible or what we can deal with and it's kind of like don't come down on someone else if they're if they're not doing what you think they should be doing definitely for sure like let what's that what's that expression live and let live live and let learn is that what it is live and let live no it's live and let live like you're gonna live your life I'm gonna live my life live and let live and it's like I think that's really what it comes down to though because I think people just get so like they think (coughs) they know the way or they think oh this is how I am so everyone else is gonna be like this it's a generational thing maybe it is I don't really know yeah because I remember like okay so I work with a couple coworkers, and we're all like in different generations like I think I'm the only millennial that's there and the other ones are like generation like X and these are the people like that were born before 1970 1979 or something like that yeah so this is the generation between the millennials and the baby the baby boomers right oh yeah so so anyways (laughs) they don't know that I'm a millennial they think that they seem to think that because I'm so, because the way how I'm perceived is that I'm an old soul right from the jump. So they can never tell. <laughs> they can never tell how old I am. But they, but they think that I'm in the same generation that they are. So I'm listening to their conversation on how much they like, they bring down the millennials and stuff like that. I'm not saying shit. I'm just listening, right? Because I'm never going to be like, like, yo, don't talk about my, don't talk about my generation like that. No, I'm not. Because I want to hear what they have to say. So I'm I'm more curious, you know, from their point of view. Right. Like, what it, you know, what it be. And 
they were talking about how millennials have this sense of, you know, this is how I want to do things. You can't tell me what to do type of attitude. And they act as though they're self-deserving. Like they deserve to have Mm -hmm. this because this is a, you know, it's their privilege and stuff like that. So I'm listening. I was like, wow, they got it so backwards. Because I totally disagree. I don't think millennials are like that. I I think millennials, um, personally, I feel like millennials are the first generation to come out of the whole old construct and look at it in the face and question everything. You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to do this? Like, it was done for so long. This is the reason why shit is the way it is. And millennials are more likely to be outspoken about it, to be outspoken about the challenges, you know, that we all go through. And because of that, you know, it it ruffles a lot of feathers. So, you know, it would make sense why, you know, generations before us seem to think like we're so like self-deserving. And it's, and it's not that it's just that we're more likely to, face reality in the face and and you know and deconstruct everything and that can be scary for a lot of people especially if they're so secure in their little bubble you know what I mean so yeah I thought that was a it's always an interesting conversation I swear (laughs) it always is but I'm like that's when you bring up that's when you bring up my water bottle aka popcorn (laughs) That joke was so funny, dude. I thought you were like popping popcorn, like for real. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, so no, I totally agree. You know, let let live and whatever. Yeah, do your thing. I I could care less. At the end of the day, I just feel like as long as you're not hurting anyone, you're not you don't have any malicious intentions, you're not fucking narcissistic. <laughs> Um, yeah, right. you're good. You're good. That's all that matters. And I feel like I, I feel like it, you only short you only shorten yourself when you don't go for for what you want in life. You know, and there's so many like avenues in which to do that. Um, you only hurt yourself when you make excuses. At the end of the day, so yeah. It's like you only hurt yourself if you're going to make announcements. For real. Like, just do the damn thing. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just do the damn thing. Like, don't don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Just be about it. That's all. Yeah. It's so funny, dude. Popping popcorn. So one more advice. Um, going back to the whole self-care, especially during the holiday season. Um, There's a lot of feelings. It can be summed up. Huh? Live and let live. It can be summed up with the simple phrase "live and let live." Yeah, definitely. Um, what should we call it? But also, there's a whole lot like dealing with emotional connections. Like this could be also a difficult time for dealing with difficult emotions. Um, so I think, I think this is just be. We got an episode for yeah, that. Yeah, we do. We got an episode for that. Dealing with difficult people. Yep, for real. That's a throwback. But <laughs> but yeah, but especially around this time of the year, you know, we're connecting, we're reconnecting with like all, you know, our family and friends and stuff like that. So um, so get it, you know, it's okay to feel to your feelings, 
just don't overdrink and don't don't overeat. You know what I mean? So just use the time to really enjoy your family and your friends and the course of the conversation, whatever that has to be. As long as it doesn't run into like special areas like politics or shit, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, no one gives exactly. a fuck. Okay, no one gives a fuck about politics. Let's just let's just keep it real. <laughs> People do, but, but you not don't to, that to bring that to the table. <laughs> don't bring it not in. to the table for real. That's like the one thing that you should not talk about in mixed company. Oh my god, yeah. If you want to get a whole conversation, people get in that, their feelings. Oh. People get in their feelings. They're like so hardcore. Yo, my um, my coworker, she was just telling me how like. She just ended a friendship of 12 years because of some stupid post on Facebook, bro. That's ridiculous. You know how sad that has to be for you to, like, unfriend somebody because of that? Like, again, like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know their personal connection. I don't know what kind of beef went down. (laughs) But if it's related to, if it's really just related to a post or politics, then that's how you're going to end it. Yeah, yeah. Of 12 years. Like, it's one thing if it's an acquaintance or if it's just, like, a kind of sort of friendship but if you've got 12 years and that's like the only problem or that's the only beef you're gonna unfriend someone because of a freaking political post like, dude she on. took it out of context too because i can understand my coworker's point of view she was saying how she posted something but the context of it was irrelevant to the historical facts so when she posted it, the meme didn't make any sense because it didn't match to what she was saying. And so all she said was just, you know, um, post, post it. She's like, I don't have a problem with the post, but as long as you, as long as you bring up the correct historical facts about it, because this, you know, there's some parts of it that, you know, that don't make any sense and it doesn't relate to it. That was it. So the girl must have read it and shit. And got into her feelings and unfriended her. And I was just like, wow. I was like, are you kidding me? But, yeah. but That's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised. Because anytime politics is involved, especially they're like hardcore, one side, you know, of the whole, you know, the whole political system. You know, it, it's, it's so iffy out there, dude. That's why I... I I guess that's the re- one of the reasons why I don't go on Facebook as often. I-, I swear, I think the last thing I posted was way back in October, like the beginning of October or-, or September, and that was it. Because it's just like, I see it all the time. And it's just hurtful to read some of the nonsense that people go like hardcore into. You know, and it's not that serious. It really isn't. It's not worth, you, you know, losing friendship. No, it's not. And on a good note, as far as the whole self-care for the holidays, give yourself a present. Treat yourself to something good. Um, I don't know. Go on a spa day or something like that if you can afford it. Or do it at home. I mean, I do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but treat yourself. You know, take some time. You don't got to go no. You don't got to spend a lot or go for broke. Real. Just bring out some beaver pellets. You know, a glass of wine, beaver pellets, you good. <laughs> that would be such a funny thing if like if I made a post of like you know how people always do like stacks of dollar yeah. bills 
was like, come out here with like a stack of brown confetti. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> she like, <laughs> be repellent. Like, you're like, instead of dollar dollar bills, y'all, she like, I got dollar dollar bills. Tell us, y'all. Tell us, tell us, tell us, bitch. I got pellets on pellets. <laughs> Oh my god! I can even have like the mark. I can even put a hundred dollars on them. For like, real? Look at my hundred dollar pellet. I'm loaded with pellets, dude. That'd be so funny. <laughs> and like throw it on my mattress. Like look at all my pellets. Make a really bad ma- music For video. Real. Make it rain. <laughs> rain and peeper pellets. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So definitely to wrap it up. Definitely uh, give yourself a present. You're gonna get some beaver pellets in the mail. Oh, true. Yeah, I'm living it up. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do like a short video, like a GIF or something. <laughs> when you open your gift, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck did Ashley just send me?" <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, could be a good thing. Got to count it down. For real. All right, you guys. Well, that wraps up our whole conversation. It was very funny, very enlightening, <laughs> as always. Yeah, even with ashes like popcorn, water bottle, <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> you want me to bring it out? Girl, do it. <laughs> I forgot my water bottle. <laughs> Yo, ass. Oh so Lucy heard it and her ears went up, dude. That was so funny. <laughs> of it because you're not going to even believe it. Dude, yeah, you're going to have to post it on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Alright, you guys, well, if you're not following you're us... You're like, what the fuck? Please do so. We're on SoGab with Ash and Jazz on Instagram, SoGab Ash and Jazz on Twitter, and we're on Facebook as well. Same name, same station, same, all that good stuff. Remember to do you. No politics on our page. Hell yeah. No politics on our page. Remember to do you this holiday season. Take care of yourself um, while you enjoyed the whole spirit of the holidays. Sending out peace and love as per usual. Peace, love, and soul. Peace, love, and soul. We don't want to get no copyright, so, you know. <laughs> That's true. But we make it our own. For real, we'll do. Peace, love, and pellet. <laughs> pellet, pellet, pellets everywhere. All right, fam. It's gonna be like a new. It's, it's gonna be Little Crouton's <coughs> first single. Oh shit! Yeah, with the remix. Little Crouton. <laughs> it's gonna the remix is gonna be the pellet. It's gonna be the newest song, like pellets. I got pellets. I got pellets. Pellets, pellets, pellets. <laughs> and then the girls, like you know how they always have girls in bikinis. The girls will be in beaver bikinis. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Out in the winter. <laughs> And they'll be popping bottles of beaver juice. Beaver juice, bro. <laughs> Look out, Key Diddy. What's his drink, Chirac? The blue dot. Oh, damn. You like setting up the whole picture and everything. Look out. <laughs> I am. I got to make a visual. <laughs> it's going to be the latest craze. For real. <laughs> Look out. All right, you guys. Peace. <laughs>